Hello, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to be talking about how to make your very own applesauce, and then apple butter, which is very simple. You'll be surprised how simple it is, and you'll say, why am I buying applesauce when I can make applesauce so easily? At least that's what I think you'll be saying. You might not say that, but we'll see if you do. Okay, this is a standard applesauce recipe. This is very simple, and basically you need apples and water. That is it. Now, there's a lot of different kinds of apples, and depending on where you live, it affects availability a little bit, but one apple that you can generally get just about everywhere is the Golden Delicious apple. It's, uh, Golden Delicious is a very good, versatile apple. It, um, it's good for baking, for pies, you know. It's good um, for general cooking apple to make uh, applesauce, apple butter, those sort of things. It's a good eating apple. It's just an all-around good apple, so it's a it's an easy one to use. A lot of times, recipes calling for cooked or baked apples, they'll tell you to use a Granny Smith. I don't like Granny Smith apples. They're very tart and very hard. They're okay if uh, you're making an apple pie. A neat idea is to use like three or four different kinds of apples. And if you use Granny Smith's, what happens is when you bake them, they stay a little bit uh, crispy. They have body to them. They don't cook down to mush. Where, for example, if you would use a, uh, a Jonathan apple, it's going to cook down to mush right away. So if you, if you were, say, wanted to make a more interesting applesauce or a more interesting pie filling or whatever, you could use Golden Delicious apples, Macintosh apples, Jonathan apples, and Granny Smith. Four different types with four different characteristics and different flavors. Now, for me, I just like the Golden Delicious, so we're keeping it simple. Okay, so I don't want to limit you. You can also use pears in applesauce, which is a nice thing to do because pears are a little sweeter than an apple, even though a Golden Delicious is pretty sweet. They're a little bit sweeter, so they give it a sweetness that you might, instead of adding sugar, if you wanted to add sugar, you could do the pears. So that's another thing you can do. So here we're going to just use the Golden Delicious apples, and I had about, I want to say about a half of a bushel um, probably in the range of 20 apples, I would say, that I cut up. And some of them were enormous, and some of them were like regular-sized apples. So I would say if you had about um, 6 to 8 pounds of large apples, that's about that should be about right. And what you want to do is wash your apples very well before you start. Wash your apples, put them in a colander, and then you're ready to go. You need a big pan, preferably with a heavy bottom, like about, I think the one I used was about a 12-quart, like you would maybe boil water for pasta in about that size. So you need a, a big pot, and you want to put about a quarter of an inch of water in the bottom of the pan. You don't want a lot of water in it, but you want enough in there that the apples don't burn. So I think maybe about a quarter of an inch, a little bit more than that is good. So put your water in, and just start peeling and coring and cutting up your apples. You don't have to cut them in small pieces. You can if you want to. I cut mine in like, I cut the apple in half and cut it in thirds. That's about the size of the chunk. Peel, core, and cut up your apples. And what I do typically when I'm making applesauce is I'll turn the pan on medium-low heat when I have about four or five apples cut up, and I'll get it to start cooking. So then I'm, as I'm cutting up apples, it's cooking. And when I get about 
two-thirds of the apples cut up I stop and let that cook and stir and you want to keep turning them over in there so that you're constantly getting the uncooked apples down into the bottom and stir it you don't have to stand there and stir it constantly but every every few minutes you want to stir it and then once it starts to cook down a little bit you can cut up the rest of your apples and put them in now I would recommend putting a lid on this while it's cooking because one thing about applesauce, it's sort of like lava. Like it'll b- bubble up when it gets hot. It will, like, I, I literally, I was doing something else and I got shot with applesauce, okay? That's why I was like three feet from the pan and I got shot with applesauce because I forgot to put the lid on. Would you say it's an apple <laughs> No, it's more like apocalyptic. Because that burned my arm. Okay, that one doesn't work. I'm sorry. It's harder harder of a pun to make. Apoliptic. Forget it. It's it's useless. What you said is better. (laughs) But it shot. It did. It came out. I was like bent over and I'm like, ah! Oh, it was the applesauce. (laughs) So then I put the lid on. Um, It took about, you don't want to cook it at a, you don't want it to burn. Let me put it that way. So you want to watch it. But it probably took me about 45 minutes to get it cooked down good. And once you you can tell the apples are just, you know, pretty soft and they'll, they'll have, you know, like a lot of totally mushed out apples and then some pieces, you can get a potato masher and just mash it up till it's nice and smashed. <laughs> till it's nice and smashed with your potato masher. Um, and then let it cook a little bit more. If you like chunks in your applesauce, you can be done at that point. If you don't like chunks in it, you can let it cook for some more. It makes, now when you do that, it pro, it makes really close to about four quarts of applesauce um, out of that much. And then you can add, if you want to add a little bit of cinnamon to that much applesauce, I honestly wouldn't add more than a teaspoon of cinnamon because it just overwhelms it quickly. If you wanted to add a little bit of sugar, in all honesty, you could add like a half a cup of sugar or raw sugar and stir it in there, and it'll sweeten it. That's all you need. You don't need very much at all. But you really don't even need, you wouldn't need the sugar because it's really good. Now, some people recommend using, instead of the water in the bottom of the pan, they will use cider in the bottom of the pan. And that gives it, you know, that's, I don't know, not taking anything away from it, and you have the cider in there. I, I don't notice a real flavor difference but you could do that. I'd be afraid the cider would burn because it does have some sugars in it, you know. But but that's all it is. That's all there is to it. And your applesauce is done. Once it's all finished cooking, you can store it in the refrigerator and let it cool first and then put it into containers and put it in the refrigerator. Or you can freeze it. And what I used to do, I still do sometimes, if I know I'm going to take it to work, I'll get like one cup containers with a snap-on lid and put a few of those in there so I can just grab one and take it to work. And I also used to freeze it. This is a great thing if you don't sweeten it, don't put any cinnamon in it, and don't sweeten it. This is a great baby toddler food. You can put um, applesauce, fill an ice cube tray with applesauce, freeze it, and then pop it out into a Ziploc. And then if you want to give your uh, baby some applesauce, your toddler some applesauce, just get a cube or two out and thaw it. Let it thaw in a bowl that's covered and you can feed that to them and it's very good and healthy for them because all that's in it is apples so 
That's your applesauce. And I thought, this is a good time to do it here in the United States. We're in early November, and we have Thanksgiving coming. So it's a good Thanksgiving dish. Applesauce is so good in the winter because it reminds you of all those delicious apples from summertime. And uh, it's just a nice time to make it because today was a sort of a dreary, rainy, oh, there was a tornado in the county south of us kind of a day. So... <laughs> And and we don't live in tornado country. No, no, we don't. So, yeah, we had some, you know, little excitement of a storm today. So it's a good day to, to make applesauce. Now, now that you've made your applesauce, how about apple butter? Apple butter is the easiest thing on earth to make. It basically takes applesauce for its base. So what I did, since I had about four quarts of applesauce, I saved out a nice size bowl for us to have. And then I took three quarts of the applesauce and put it into a four-quart crock pot. And what you do for apple butter, so easy. So I really should have thought of doing this like on a Saturday night, and then I could package it up Sunday, but that's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I put in my crock pot on low, my three quarts of applesauce, and I added one cup of apple cider to that and stirred it up. And I put it in the crock pot on low, and it is covered with, you know those um, splatter screens that you use to keep, when you're frying something in a skillet, to keep the grease from flying out, so it's just a piece of screen, you know, kind of a thing. I have that on my crock pot so that the moisture can evaporate out, and I'm going to let that go all night and all day tomorrow while I'm at work, and it'll cook all the moisture out of that applesauce. So I have my crock pot about an inch from the top with applesauce by the time I come home tomorrow it'll be down about three inches okay and it will be beautifully dark brown and it will be almost very nearly apple butter and all you do at that point to make apple butter is you add um, well this is what I'm going to add so I can recommend to you um, you add one and a half cups of sugar now you can use regular white sugar you can use brown sugar if you want to. I've done that before, and that gives it a little bit different taste. Or you can use raw sugar, which is what I'm going to use tomorrow. Um, so one and a half cups of sugar, one teaspoon of cinnamon. Sometimes you think, oh, I really like cinnamon. I want to put more in. Please don't do that because it overpowers it very quickly. So one teaspoon of cinnamon and one-eighth to one-fourth teaspoon of cloves. And the reason I say that is... If you don't like cloves, which I'm not an enormous fan of cloves, but if you don't like cloves, first of all, you can leave it out completely. Just use cinnamon, and it's delicious. Or you can use a very small amount of cloves, like an eighth of a teaspoon, and then you get that very mild background clove taste. If you use a fourth teaspoon of cloves, it will be enough for this, because you're going to have about two quarts of apple butter when you're done, and believe me, an eighth teaspoon of cloves is plenty. But if you like cloves, you can double that and put a fourth teaspoon. So then after you add your sugar, cinnamon, and cloves, you're going to stir that up really well. And then you're going to let that heat for another hour in your crock pot. And then you're going to jar this. So um, you're going to need uh, some pint or half pint jars that are very clean. And you're going to warm those in your oven like we talked about before when we made the uh, relishes and things. Warm your jars in the oven and get canning lids and rings. You're going to take your canning lids and put them in a little pot of water on low on your stove and get those warmed up. And then you're going to take your hot apple butter and put it into your warm jars 
and wipe your lid off that's been in the warm water, put it on and seal it with a ring, tighten it, and you have now made your own apple butter. And it is delicious, and you will appreciate this when you crack one open sometime in January because there's a blizzard and you're out of food, and all you have is a loaf of bread and some apple butter. I don't know, that sounds like a desperate scenario. You'll appreciate it whether you do that or not. So, how's that for easy? Isn't that pretty easy? You don't have to stand over a kettle over a fire out in somebody's backyard and stir with some great big thing that looks like a boat oar off of us off of an old Roman slave ship. You just get your crock pot and put your applesauce in it and let it cook. You don't even have to watch it or stir it or anything. This is a really good recipe for apple butter, and I've been making it for a long time, and it's um, it's consistently good. And I always use Golden Delicious apples, mainly because I had a tree in my backyard of them, and when they were free, by golly, that's what I was using. So... I hope you give it a try. And like I said, you know, you can experiment with different apples, different textures. There is a such thing as chunky apple butter. So if you wanted to try that, you would have um, make your apple butter, like I said, and then you could cook some apples down, not to mush, and just chunk them up and mix them into it. I think that's how they do it because there's no way you could have chunks floating in your apple butter after cooking down all that time. But you could make it chunky, you could make your applesauce chunky, whatever. So I hope you give it a try. It's kind of fun to play around with, especially on a gloomy day. And then you have something good to eat when you're done. Just a reminder, Standing Chimney is open every Saturday in the month of November. And our last day open is December 2nd. So look us up online at standingchimney.com and you can get directions to our shop. You can follow us on Facebook too, Standing Chimney. And we always have a lot of neat pictures and of the farm and of the store. So if you don't live in the area, you can go on our Facebook page and kind of enjoy it visually, you know. Um, and if you see something that you like a lot, just uh, message me on Facebook and we'll try to work something out with you. And be sure to check us out on social media at Mary Mac Bakehouse on Facebook and Instagram and Mary Mac Mixes on Twitter. And we're having a special on MaryMacPodcast.com slash store, which is our store for the bakehouse. In the month of November, everything is free shipping. Yeah, so this is the perfect time. If you wanted to try one of our mixes, go to MaryMacPodcast.com and check out our store. And um, order some mixes and try them out. This is the perfect opportunity because you're not paying for them to be shipped to your home. That's our gift to you, our loyal listeners. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And if you didn't listen, well, too bad for you.